0: Hi, and welcome to the TRU Alumni Podcast, hosted by me, Dustin McIntyre, TRU Alumni Manager, and TRU Alumni. I'm delighted to have Rashmeet Singh Sukmani as our guest today. Rashmeet has an impressive background. He hails from India, where he obtained a Bachelor's of Technology in Physical Science and worked as an engineer in the Indian Space Research Organization. After moving to Kamloops in 2014 to pursue a Master of Business Administration in TRU's Bob Gilardi School of Business and Economics, he utilized the skills he learned to co-found Satsur. Satsur leverages satellite data to address pressing issues such as food security, data-driven decision-making, and infrastructure risk management. Essentially, Satsur collects and analyzes data from space utilizing satellites to create applications that help tackle these challenges where Rashmeet currently serves as their Chief chief Technology Officer. Welcome to the podcast, Rashmeet.
1: Thank you, Dustin. Thank you for having me here. Pleasure to uh, give away the experience that I had in Canada and happy to share more uh, light on what we do as a Satchel, as a company and uh, uh, the future plans. So, yeah, let's think. Yeah,
0: we're thrilled thrilled to have you. Um, You know, it's... What is it? Eleven p.m. your time right now. Um, it's eight a.m. my time, and we made it work. So thrilled to have you today. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's let's jump right into it. You made uh, the decision. Oh, why? Did, what made you uh, decide to move to Kamloops and, and attend TRU? See, I,
1: I when I started looking for the MBA courses. Uh, all over the globe, Um, I could find that TRU's coursework was more applicable to what actually I wanted to do and what I wanted to learn. Um, I wanted to keep it a bit general so that I understand uh, each and every aspect of what is business administration, how the business is run, what are the different elements to that. Uh, Probably that was one of the reasons. And second, definitely I never wanted to go into a larger cohort because uh, my learnings will not be... uh, that steeper. Uh, income as, as compared to having a smaller cohort and uh, the interaction that I had with the professor that was one of the key points and it was very essential for me because me coming from India as such I never understood uh, never had an experience of interacting with different cultures and as such so that was one of the probably the reason and definitely Canada is a beautiful place and uh, yeah I never wanted to get into the metro city but campus was an ideal place where uh, uh, I really did not want to get distracted with all the fancy stuff in the metro stuff and and uh, wanted to focus on my studies and so that was probably and yes I made a right decision to come to Kamloops.
0: Awesome, yeah, yeah. You know, TRU, smaller institution. Kamloops, is a smaller city. It yes. fits you like a glove. So, well, tell us about your first impressions of Kamloops. Um, I understand that you know when you got here it was the middle of winter and you you came off the airplane and and you were freezing. Tell us about that.
1: <laughs> that, that was a really uh, I would say bad on my part that uh, when I started from India I heard a lot about Canada and it's winter as such so I was wearing a thermal wear got into a flight but suddenly when I reached Hong Kong technically that's where I thought like it's really hot I need to remove my thermal wear and wear a normal clothes and that was one of the worst decisions I, I think I have made during the whole journey. Uh, <laughs> but once I landed in Vancouver I didn't realize that it will be that cold but the thing is that I took one more flight to Kamloops, and as soon as I got down, I was wearing a leather jacket. And you know uh, how leather is like it co- contracts. Yeah. As such, and it never protects you from the cold. So that was my first impression. It was pitch dark. <laughs> I could not see people there. And luckily, uh, TRU has one of the best thing in terms of international student advisor. Uh, there, uh, meaning one-on-one uh, interaction with each of the students. And that's where one of the international student advisor was really kind enough to provide me a jacket, uh, <laughs> winter, winter jacket. And uh, that's how that was my first impression. But uh, I was mesmerized yeah uh meaning looking at the snow how beautiful it was even though it was pitch dark but looking at the scene sceneries and other stuff right looking at the Cam airport uh yeah uh, completely as as I was like okay I'm in the right place and it will yeah. be good yeah.
0: literally the other side of the world different weather and, and here you are in a leather jacket that's exactly that's, that's that's very funny yeah <laughs> yeah right your fourth flight well you know I kind of understand what you do, uh, but I'm sure our listeners don't. So tell us, what is SAT, sir? And how did you end up co You're the co-founder of it, which is incredible. So tell us about your journey to to start this company and and why you started it.
1: See, uh, I, see me coming from the space background, studied in the Institute of Space Science and Technology, the vision of uh, the... Chairman there in terms of Madhavan Nair, BN Suresh, uh, it was to provide the capacity, good quality resources to India research organization and uh, that's where we got that coming from the space background that can we do something using the satellite technology which is available for the betterment of the society. So, whole our process is kind of revolving around seven sustainability goals, and that's how the whole idea of Satcho came. Technically, if you bifurcate and break Satcho's word, it basically providing assurance to satellite. and. Right, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Sartre was founded in 2017 by uh, my batchmates only. I think there are other two batchmates studied in the same college, went to different universities, worked in ISRO. So we understand the complete ecosystem and uh, what are the pain points as such, what society is kind of uh, facing, especially in the agriculture sector. Because that's more in terms of uh, looking not just India, but also other relevant developing nations as such uh, market inclusion is a big issue uh, financial problems are there uh, the connectivity uh, from the lending institutions to each of the farmers is not there so we always wanted to better that and probably there are legacy system but how can you how can those people uh, use satellite data analytics and uh, create a robust decision intelligence framework to uh, have a better decision making process. So that was the whole idea of that Satcho as of uh, why it was there and how that's how we founded it actually.
0: Oh, that's great. So you and two other friends, you said uh, from university. Okay. And so yes. did you guys come up with this plan in university and say, you know what, we need more education? So you came to TRU and your other colleagues went to other schools to get more education okay. and then Came back together and and started Satser with with this wholly robust uh, education and, and background. Was that kind of the plan?
1: Uh, not exactly. It was just by a chance. searched okay. We were, uh, uh we we're looking at analyzing the space market here in India. What could be done? Uh, uh, how can a private sector impact this whole ecosystem? And that's where the whole idea of Satcho came. And uh, it was just by a chance we met at a wedding of one of our common friend. Uh, that's where we decided those people pitched the idea that they wanted to start. There are other two people as well. Uh, then we went to a common friend's wedding, and that's where those people based and i was really excited right uh this is something i really wanted to do come back to india and do something for the indian society yeah. uh, but then later realized that the potential of what we do is not just to india but also to various uh, uh regions not just from southeast asia but also to africa and uh, europe mm-hmm. uh, latin america mm-hmm. uh, that's how we started growing up and uh Yeah, the best part in the journey was uh, see, you can do a lot of things using a satellite but we understood see, that's where the business background comes into picture, right? How can you define the business process of each of the clients and identify where the business pain points are and then uh, go and target those business pain points and how your solution could help them to resolve those business pain points. So that's our mode, actually. That's how we have functioned. Uh, people like to work us, work with us because we do the last mile connect for them. Oh, okay. uh, they do not have to play around with the data, but they can directly use it in their decision-making process. So this is the whole concept of how we have done the work in Saturn, and that's what uh, we have been doing it from past five to six years. Yeah, months. that's... Whether- Infrastructure, infrastructure, climate action. Yeah,
0: so so you folks, you look out in the industry and say, you know what, we can solve this problem. Let's go take it out to those people and show them how yeah. we're solving this problem that maybe they don't even know they have, but you have identified this business pain point. Exactly. And so where do you get your data from?
1: Um, it's both open source as well as commercial, uh, but it depends on different use cases. So, for example, if I talk about agriculture, we heavily rely on the data that's been provided by NASA in terms of Landsat, whereas, uh, European Space Agency, uh, which is your Sentinel 2 and Sentinel 1, Sentinel 2 is basically your optical data, and uh, whereas your Sentinel 1 is basically microwave data. So, if we rely on this. For the agriculture aspect, but there are we also working in infrastructure domain where we are monitoring bandwidth features. So that's where you need to go for high-resolution data, which is less than a meter resolution, one meter wow. or less. Yeah. Uh, but it's commercially available. So there are a lot of vendors. We have like the partnership. We are working with them. So that's how we acquire that. So uh, both the models are available, open source as well as
0: commercial. And what's so just so people get a perspective, one meter is is quite. Uh, that's a lot of data, right? Isn't uh, Google Maps, like 10 meters? Uh, no, Google
1: Maps is like uh, spot data. So technically it's like
0: 50 centimeters. 50 centimeters. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize it was that. Uh, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So do you folks work closely with the Indian Space Research Organization, your your previous employer, or you're not really working with them at all? or are you kind of more with NASA? How does that work?
1: No, no, we are working with Indian Space Research Organisation. See, at the end, uh, these are the pioneers of Indian ecosystem, right? So we need to closely work with them. And uh, uh, that's where those people have also helped us to build this ecosystem. Okay. Uh, What we are trying to do is not just to build the analytics and cater certain segment, but also educating the complete ecosystem where satellite data could be leveraged as such so yes or uh, we do not work as such with nasa as well, but we take that it's openly available anybody can access that so right. but the, our close engagement with is with isro in you know, a space research organization and that's where mm-hmm. that constant interaction with them has helped us to understand what are the limitations and, well, and that's how we have built up our knowledge as well
0: that totally makes sense and so yeah. you you're only you know your company 6 years old but you're You already had 120 employees. Congratulations. That is incredible. You want to grow to 200 by the end of this year. Tell us how you got to 120 and how are you going to get to 200 employees?
1: Uh, See, uh, our journey as in first two years was uh, to create a concept around the business process, how the satellite data could work, and it was more of a concept selling. Once we understood what the product market fit is, then we started building some uh, POCs, okay proof of concept using actually actual data and then we started doing it at scale when you have validated your whole analytics with multiple customer in one domain or one segment as in if i talk about agriculture we are kind of working with lending institutions like banks insurance or reinsurance that way so we have validated that with multiple clients. So that was the journey. So every journey uh, had like, that's how you grow in strength as well, right? Initially, it was more of a 20 where uh, we raised our investment last year only. Okay. Uh, That was more in terms of pre-series and now we are closing series A. Uh, But before pre-series, it was basically 20 to 25 people. Because it was more of a a zero to one journey, but then from one to five, that's where you need more people. That's how we grow from 10 to uh, 30 to 100. And now we are going from that five to 10 journey, which is actually a scaling aspect. That's where we need more people, uh, experienced people, because right now the team is also young, right? Uh, To go from five to 10 uh, thing and journey so we need experienced people and that's how we wanted to also grow in that direction because that's where the processes are important uh you cannot work in the same chaotic situation uh, there should be now the method to madness so everything falls onto that and and second the business scale is also increasing now we are tapping into different geographies as said uh,
0: yeah so tell us about that you now you have offices in the usa you have offices in the uk and you keep to plan you're planning to to expand more you know that must have been such a huge shift in the company when you went, you know, we're an Indian based company, you know, now we're going to have an office in the UK. Now we're going to have an office in the US talking different time zones, you're talking different cultures. What was it like to, to expand? It must have been a huge, you know, moment of trust for the whole company.
1: Yeah, definitely. As you rightly said, there's a cultural difference as such. And uh, see, most of the operations will run from India itself. But what those offices are doing, having a foot on the ground, because some of the interaction that you need to do in person could not be done over a video call or something. Yes, there was a COVID. Uh, but translating this satellite knowledge how it can be used and, 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 and like that's a completely different story you need to tell them the story in a way where they empathize with you and they also understand the value of it yeah right absolutely that was the whole idea tapping into the different market right you need foot on the ground and it's really expensive to every time uh fly from india to different region right yeah so that's operational challenge first of all different time zones as such so better to have Foot on the ground and cater that market, but all the operations are being run from India. But doing a proper BD process, it's always done from each of the country where we have offices.
0: Right, and you know, you, you nailed it on the head. Yes, we have COVID, and everyone's comfortable on Zoom now. But there's nothing like building that relationship in person, and you can't you can't exactly. make up a relationship over a computer. You can try, uh, but the level of trust, you know, maybe isn't there, and and so that's really exciting. So where where are the next steps? How do you get to 200 employees? What other countries are you looking to expand into?
1: See, as of now, uh, we have already uh, shifted our, some of the bases as into UK, uh, US as such. Uh, this is where the most of the market is right now. Okay. Uh, for us, it's very important to find that product market fit to each of the solution that we have built. So we are taking one solution at a time, Right. So probably we'll spend one 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 and a half year more to understand that market, deploy our solutions, scale it up in certain geographies, then take a slow step to go to other geographies. And also it depends on the need, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Whether those people need the solution or not. So that's right. And it also has to dictate by the business plan how your technology is aligned to that. So probably uh, yeah. next year. Uh, and just to reiterate on your previous question, right? When you talk about the satellite data analytics, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I would like to uh, highlight to the user. Please, uh, yes.
0: Viewers, Listener, uh, the listeners.
1: Yes, listeners. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not a normal imagery, like what you take from the cell phone. Okay, like normal photograph, uh, it's com- it's really complex. The information density is so high that you need certain expertise to analyze that. Mm-hmm. That's one part, but also educating the end customer how those analytics has been generated, uh, what are the use cases, what are the limitations of that, right? Uh, so technically, we uh, it's not about the standardized pro- products that you're selling, but it's more about how are you customizing it? Right. How are you making them understand the value
0: of it? Understanding your client and their needs. Yes.
1: Uh, that's where we take a slow step. First, go from region to region. That's where we have select... We were very picky about which base to select, where our target market is, and probably once that is done, catering that complete geography, then we'll take another step
0: to move to some other geography. Yeah, Rashmi, that that's uh, it's incredible, insightful what you're talking about, and it's it's really uh, impressive and incredible. Um, Rashmi, pretend that I am uh, a young person who you know wants to follow in your footsteps. What should I do?
1: <laughs> That's a good question. I've never thought about it. Like, I
0: mean, <laughs> uh,
1: see, um, I would not uh, like. Yes, uh, and y- you need to have a technical background, but also you need to have a business acumen, and uh, probably uh, something like your MBA would definitely help, or master's in business uh, will definitely help you to connect the dot. Uh, right now, uh, what as an engineer? Lacks is uh, basically uh, if they want to start early is that uh, they do not know how to connect the dot understand the business pain points, understand the business process or you need to get deeper into that you need to have similar conversation probably your experience may teach you once you get elevated in your job position but if you really do not want to go there for a longer path that's where you need to go for the extra coursework that you could do definitely and uh, honestly uh, based on my personal experience doing it outside india also has built up my knowledge in terms of cultural differences because if i look at the complete curriculum of mba as such right it was more it none of the projects were individual first of all it was always about a joint project and as a team, uh, coming, people coming from different cultures, different backgrounds, uh, the level of knowledge were completely different. How do you communicate those things? How do you jointly come up with a solution? How do you work in a team? Uh, so that's very essential. And I think uh, if somebody wants to really follow, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm not that big. But yeah, if somebody wants to follow my first step, these are some of the things that they absolutely need to do. And also learn about the speed yeah. smartness. Okay that's
0: something. yeah that's something. yeah common sense is important
1: exactly uh, you need to very, uh, you need to be street smart and at a young age you learn faster you uh, you need to be open minded you need to look at different technologies what's happening in the market and other stuff how can you re- uh, do it on yourself, uh, what are the technical advances that's happening, uh, what are the new things that you could do, innovation, and other stuff, right? So this is how I would recommend that any of the people who want to follow my footsteps could do.
0: Amazing. Rashmi, it is always exciting to see uh, a young alumni in the world you know trying to make a difference uh, for not only themselves but for the people around them and the people that need help um, and it seems like you're doing that work in the best way that you know how so amazing we're uh, we're really excited to follow your journey we'll keep cheering you on uh, from Camloops here um, and tell the people uh, how they get a hold of you or how they follow uh, what you're doing what are your social channels or or anything of that nature uh, sorry could you repeat that I just lost your. Yeah, like, what are your social media handles? Do you have Instagram, or how do people connect with you, or? Uh, yeah, uh, we are
1: present on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, but uh, pre- we predominantly use LinkedIn. It's a more yes. of a professional channel. Yeah. But we do have our own website. Uh, just for the viewers' say, uh, listener's sake, uh, it's www so people can come and visit the website and there we you will find a lot of uh, social media channels so that they can explore more because we also do one thing is that we also educate and uh, the ecosystem by providing the articles, uh, connecting the dots, how satellite data work, analytics work, the technology works as such. So there are a lot of articles probably that could help the listeners to kind of see the value of satellite data.
0: Amazing. Rashmi, thank you so much for your time this morning or for you this evening. It was a pleasure uh, to get to meet you.
1: Same here, Dustin. Thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure talking to you. And uh, it was a really good experience as such. Never done that before. But yeah,
0: (laughs) thank you. Thank you for doing it. You're very welcome.